Conversations with inspiring women about their stories and the neon colours that they have to share. This is the Neon Woman Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Neon Woman Podcast. It's time for a bonus guest. And today, my bonus guest is Dr. Ingrid Murrah. Ingrid joins me to discuss her origin story her journey as a Harvard-trained orthodontist, how she believes orthodontics can help people feel more beautiful in themselves, why she started her incredible startup, Two Front, to help modernise orthodontic care, what it means to be a neon woman, and so much more. I loved my chat with Ingrid. I really hope you love it too. Here it is. Ingrid, welcome to... The Neon Woman podcast. I'm so excited to chat to you. Likewise, thank you for having me. I always start with the same question for everyone because I feel like we're all known in the world for what we do, but I would like to know who is Ingrid in this world aside from what you do? I love that. Never been asked that from the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's think. So who am I? I'm an orthodontist by trade. Um, I spent my whole life becoming an orthodontist. I grew up in New Orleans. I went to Vanderbilt for college. I then spent the past 10 years in New York. Um, And I basically, let me see what else. I have four younger sisters. It's a pretty big part of my um, existence. And I love LA. I love the sunshine. <laughs> That's a pretty good nutshell of who I am. Yeah, I love that. Let's talk a little bit about your origin story because I believe that the way we're raised shapes the paths that we choose to go down and then the paths that we choose to not go down as well. Perfect. Uh, my origin story um, I grew up in New Orleans and I'm a first generation American. My parents left the Salvadoran Civil War in 1979, moved to the United States, um, really like American dream, like parents. They learned English. They moved here with no family. They put each other through med school, like wild story. Um, They were eight years apart. So they kind of switched roles in terms of financing each other's med schools, which is nuts. they had five kids, (laughs) hence me having four sisters. Um, And I'm the oldest of four, which is just the most amazing blessing in the world. Um, Yeah, any other specific questions? Um, No, I mean, I just kind of, I guess your origin story has shaped your career path that you chose to go down. Totally, yeah. Yeah. I think um, specifically how my origin story really shaped my career path is growing up and seeing like two healthcare providers um, and how powerful and incredible of a career it is, but also how draining it is and how um, consuming it is and how um, difficult and lonely it is. And I think that's, um, I saw both how amazing it is, which is one of the things that kind of pushed me to be in healthcare, but also realize that providers need empowerment and support and, and that's kind of what pushed me to go outside of being an individual provider and build a company for providers. Mm, okay. Well, this this podcast is all about the neon colors that women have to share with the world. 
but sometimes our colours get dimmed. I would love to know if you have your own story about when your neon colours have been dimmed and what your journey was to brighten them again. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, my colors being dimmed, you know, I think as much as I basically like wanted my entire life to be an orthodontist until 2015, the pathway to get there was not a traditional pathway for myself. It wasn't innate to me. Um, and what I mean by that is like school and being pre-med, like taking AP classes of science and math in high school. Like I was like an artist from day one. I wanted to be like an, like painting and like creating and designing. And like my, I was very right-brained in that way. I think, is that right-brained? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I don't know, one of those. I was more the creative one, but I also really wanted to be an orthodontist because I really wanted it to, I really wanted to help people and my orthodontist changed my life. And so I committed myself to doing that from a career. Um, but the journey was brutal. Uh, and I would say like my lights being dimmed is like a very accurate portrayal of how I felt for a really long time. Um, because I pushed through, I think, you know, I was really gritty and I did whatever it took to actually like figure out calculus and AP this and AP that and go to school until I was literally 30 years old. It, it was wild journey to become an orthodontist. Um, and my light was dimmed the entire time because I wasn't really, I kind of felt like I was in jail, you know, like I couldn't do what I wanted to do. Even when I was in residency for orthodontics, I was trying to take art classes at RISD at the Rhode Island School of Design anything, anything from painting to furniture, because um, I really just wanted to create beautiful things um, and kind of just work outside of this constriction of school. Um, how did I get out of it? Honestly, graduating, <laughs> like graduating and like having the freedom for the first time in my life to do anything that I wanted. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine what, what the journey is like to become an orthodontist. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, you're a Harvard trained orthodontist as well, which is incredible. Thank you. For people who perhaps don't know much about this field, could you explain the orthodontic field and what it's like to work in it? Yep, for sure. Um, so, you know, what we do as a career is so amazing. It's so wonderful. You are helping people restore your confidence. You're helping people smile more which is affecting their internal happiness and also the external happiness of everyone around them because your smile can brighten up everyone's day. Um, it also can help you in this capitalist society of getting a better job, getting a better partner. You know, your smile means so much to, to a human being. Um, the journey is grueling. You know, the, that journey of actually becoming an orthodontist in the United States, at least, is absolutely grueling. Um, you got to be, you know, go through your AP classes in high school, your pre-med classes in, in college. Then you have to pass an exam and go to dental school for four years. Then you have to pass another two exams, another two boards and go to residency for three years. And then orthodontists in the United States graduate with half a million to a million dollars in student debt. And the worst part about it, cherry on top, is that patients don't know why they need an orthodontist anymore. So even though half the world now is looking to straighten their teeth with clear liners, even though half the world wants a beautiful smile, you know, tech-enabled venture-backed venture -backed marketing companies have essentially said, hey, guess what? You don't need an orthodontist. Straighten your teeth in the mail. Have tricked 
everyone into thinking mm-hmm. you don't need to do a contest. Um, and what I learned in residency six months in is that moving teeth with clear liners is as hard as it is with braces. It's so hard and it's so delicate and each and every one of your teeth is alive. And if you move it too quickly, it shortens, which decreases its lifespan. If you bang it up against a tooth next to it, it's gonna damage it and cause issues. It can cause your gums to recede. It can cause bite problems, TMJ problems, headaches. And so it's this crazy thing where, you know, consumerism and and, um, injections of capital into companies that are not started by providers have screwed up so many things and so many affected so many lives negatively so you know it's it's hard all to say to circle back to your question about orthodontics and what it's like they're in a hard position right now which is why i started two front i had no idea that 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 was the path you had to take to be an orthodontist like just the debt alone blows my mind. That's crazy. Wild. It's nuts. I mean, we we live in a world that's obsessed with beauty and these beauty standards. How do you think, you know, your teeth affect your own beauty and self-confidence? Because I know I've always been self-confident about my smile and my teeth. And more and more in this world, beauty is just at the forefront of everything. You know, I think of it less as beauty. You're right that you're right that that it's it is externally beauty, mm-hmm. but it's more about the confidence that it gives you. It's more about the internal confidence to like look in the mirror, brush your teeth, have it be like things being aligned and healthy and straight and easy to floss, and you have a healthy bite. Um, you know, I tell everyone straight teeth and a healthy bite is the foundation of oral health care. It's having straight teeth and healthy bite. It's like having, it's like, it's like SPF for your teeth. Like it would be, if you don't wear SPF, obviously there's a risk of certain things like skin cancer or wrinkles. If you don't have straight teeth and a healthy bite, you have a risk of cracking teeth because they're hitting in the wrong way. You have a risk of bone loss and gum loss because your teeth are, in a malposition. And so I think it's less, for me, it's less about the beauty aspect and it's more about the health and the internal confidence and the joy that it can bring people around them. Mm, Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, talk about your startup, Two Front. You are the founder and CEO. What was that journey like to start start your, your company? Um, <laughs> I'm like, have I, has the starting phase finished? I don't know if that phase is finished. <laughs> um, I think I'm still on the starting phase, honestly. Um, you know, the, I realized that something had to be done outside of just being an actual provider in 2015. When I was in residency, I started, I learned firsthand that what's out there isn't working. Um, and it took me a while to kind of figure out like what to do about it. So I didn't know anything, you know, I was in residency for three years from 2015, to 2018. And I basically realized, uh, I basically was just like consuming knowledge, like business knowledge for like three years. I audited some courses at the Harvard business school. I read a bunch of books. I listened to all the podcasts, highly recommend how I built this. You know, it's kind of what gave me the confidence to like go out and think like, huh, like, Everyone's just a person. Everyone's mm-hmm. figuring it out. Anyone can do anything. Um, moved to New York, practices in orthodontist six days a week. 
I was, you know, basically I was paying off my student debt, paying New York bills, like paying my life and also funding two front. And I was basically like working, like building my company, figuring out how to build it. Um, mornings, you know, listening to podcasts and like having calls like on my subway on my way to work, lunch, doing some research and putting together presentations and after work and then all weekends. Um, took me wow. a while to figure out how to fundraise. I finally fundraised. I raised a little bit over a million dollars in September of 2019. Um, at that point, didn't really know what I was doing either. Had money hit the bank, my first $500,000. And I looked at it and I was like, oh my God, now what? Yeah. <laughs> like literally all you do is try to fundraise, you know? And like you tell people, this is going to be my use of capital. Here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to hire. You know, you kind of put it all together. But then it hits the bank and you're like, what's the very first step? Like, what is the very first thing I need to do right now? Um, all to say, you just, it's trial by error. Like, um, as many, as much as I tried to prepare because I am a student, um, you know, I tried to read the books and listen to the podcast and everything, but you just learn by doing is what I realized with business. Um, you just have to get out there and do it. Um, now, you know, three years later, we've raised a little bit more. I've got a team, an incredible team of nine people, and we're figuring it out. And it's amazing. Um, it's amazing because we're seeing progress. And, you know, I've built this amazing culture, which is like one of my favorite things ever, of these people whose values I'm just like, we're totally aligned. You know, we're like clearly communicating. We respect each other. Everyone's positive. And, you know, we have just like this great team going. <laughs> so I would say there is, um, but to sum it up, you know, it's a mixture of high highs and low lows. You know, you're like running out of money. This person like is off, you know, like, whatever it is, there's so many high highs and low lows. Yeah. So for people who don't know much about Two Front, what does your startup provide for people? Yeah, so basically we connect independent orthodontists to local dental offices and give them the software to actually run patient-centric, affordable and convenient practices. Mm -hmm. So what that means is that we connect an orthodontist to an office who physically goes in to their office to see patients once a month. But we give an orthodontist the tools to actually run digital consultations with patients every other day of the month and to also do follow up with patients, manage their care, schedule those patients, handle two-way communication um, so that they can actually provide specialist led care from the general dental offices so that patients are able to get this specialist led care conveniently from their chair with 90% fewer visits than a traditional orthodontist. You know, the reason why these mail order liner companies took off is because people want convenience. Mm -hmm. And you realize people, like we'll sacrifice quality for the sake of convenience. And so we give, we're now giving that to orthodontists so that basically patients don't have to compromise, you know, people don't have to compromise and go to like, you know, straightening the teeth in the mail, skipping the provider, and they can actually yeah. ask the dentist directly for what the specialist out of care is. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. I mean, how do you think Two Front will rev revolutionize the dental practice that we know today? Yeah. So, I mean, half the world is looking to straighten their teeth. So what our, you know, what we're so excited about is we think that in the next five years, 95%, 95% of 
of, gener of orthodontists will be running virtual practices on two front. The other 5% being practices for kids, you know, braces focused practices, but the majority of the market is adults. And so basically we think that, you know, we, we empower orthodontists to run practices without overhead, without managing people. It's totally free to them. We take a, a management fee on a per patient basis so that orthodontists can thrive and focus on delivering great patient care with this experience that they're looking for. And we think that similarly, you know, general dentists won't be offering Invisalign because right now, you know, there's 20 times more general dentists than orthodontists in the, in the world, but no one should be moving your teeth besides an orthodontist. And I can say that super like authentically, genuinely, I would not be doing this if I thought the general dentists were equipped from a clinical standpoint and, and an experiential standpoint to deliver orthodontic care with clear aligners. Mm. Um, and so with our business model, we really empower dentists to generate passive income um, so that it makes it a better business choice to actually partner with Two Front than offer Invisalign yourself. Mm, I love that. It's such a space that I was so unaware of. I mean, I have oh, had braces myself, but, you know, I just had no idea that that this that this was what orthodontists went through and and I think what you're doing with with this field of work is really amazing like it's just bringing technology to the forefront of this this career path and I think it's amazing thank you so much yeah we're we're still really early on so when you're like what was starting it like I'm like we're still starting yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> thank you I appreciate that I just have one more question before my bonus question. What is the most surprising thing you've learned about yourself through all the different seasons of your life? Mm. I think what motivates me, um, I think I didn't really, you know, I think when you're stuck in the career, when you're stuck on one career path for a while, I was kind of just doing and doing and doing and get into the next step and the next phase and the next exam and the next school. Um, but, you know, kind of coming out, like, you know, it's I, what really, really motivates me, you know, I've taken a pay cut by like over 50%, um, yeah. you know, at being an entrepreneur over an orthodontist. And I'm really just not motivated by like financials. I thought like in a way that I thought that I might be, mm -hmm. um, I'm really, really motivated by helping people um, and helping people at the biggest scale that I possibly can, which is why I love what I'm doing because we just have the ability to touch so many lives. Um, and so I think, you know, early on in my life, I was like, this is a career path where I can help people and make a great living. And now I'm like, even though I'm not like, you know, it could be a decade before if even, and it's such a risk that I ever make um, you know, a good amount of money from starting a startup. But the idea that we can help so many people is so empowering. Yeah, I love that so much. Do you love poetry? Have you ever just wanted a little bit of inspiration to start your day? A Poem a Day by Low Mackett is that magical book of inspiration you've been looking for. One poem a day for every day of the year. Available now on Amazon. Go and get your copy today. For more information, go to lowmacket.com or neonwoman.com. Well, Ingrid, thank you so much for this chat. My bonus question for you is, what does being a neon woman mean to you? Oh, wow. Um, a neon woman. 
a woman that can, you know, that's empowered to be their best self and live their best life and make their own choices and really truly follow their own path. Yeah, amazing. I love that. Well, where can people connect with you? Where can they learn more about Two Front? Tell me everything. Yep. So they can find us on mytwofriend.com, all spelled out, as in my two front teeth. They can follow follow us on Instagram at mytwofront or on my personal Instagram, uh, which is at dr Ingrid Mira. Perfect. I'll put everything in the show notes. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Neon Woman podcast, a Neon Network production. Follow Neon Woman on Instagram and Facebook or check out neonwoman.com for all the latest episodes and so much more. Thanks for listening.